Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Do you ever get to a point where like you just can't stop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen some points where people just want to do like they yeah, want to go yeah. classic, just keep it neutral, yeah. natural, and then suddenly they just keep packing on. Yeah, like sometimes, like if I'm going out, I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna go for that really nice natural look, yeah. and then by the like end of it, I'm like a smoky eye, like overlined lips, like everything. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's Chat with Lemon, the show what millennials are talking about. This week we are joined by a very special friend of the show, Jennifer In. You may or may not know, but Jen and her co-host Phil have actually been friends since high school. They have worked together during Phil's time at Hello K-Pop, which is a Korean pop blog founded by Phil. Jen has also interviewed many Korean stars, including David Choi and Jay Park. She then appeared in a few ads in Australia, such as the infamous Coles Down Down ad, before embarking on a journey towards the makeup and beauty industry. Jen has collabed with many brands, including L'Oreal, and even had a viral video that actually caught the attention of Rihanna's beauty line, Fenty. Jen is a boss girl who now runs her own successful makeup empire. We learned a lot about the beauty industry, and we hope you enjoyed this chat as much as we did. Here's Jennifer. So Jen, what did you do this morning? Um, this morning I just did a lot of like emails, work emails, mm-hmm. and also just like, I always wake up and watch like YouTube videos, like oh. just whatever. Do you prefer like Jen, Jenny or? Jen. Jen? Jen yeah. Yep. Oh my God. I She's don't, Jennifer don't with do, one yeah. <laughs> Please do not say Jenny. Cause ever since I was young, I found out that Jenny means, I think it's like a baby donkey or something. What? Really? Means, I I, yeah. I can't remember. And then ever since then I was like, no, no one call me Jenny. Like I can't do Jenny. Oh. So I always go by Jen. Yeah. I usually go like Jenny from the block. Or <laughs> oh, that, that I don't mind because it has a ring to it. Yeah. But <laughs> So Tommy, if you didn't know, me and Jen went to the same high school. Yeah. And actually, no, we found out that our parents know each other back in the fun days. Yeah. So we're like family friends as well because we're both Cambodians. So yeah. I guess. Same class as well. Yeah, one high school we were. So yeah. Which class yeah. you guys say, like maths methods or? Uh, yes. Jen yeah. was a sturdy one. I was the one talking all the time. Oh, really? Methods, yeah. yeah, no, we go way back. Like yeah. lots of good memories. No, I'm pretty sure like in math methods, Jen will tell me to stop talking. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> no. yeah. me, and, me and this other friend will always talk. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think you were probably like my closest guy friend as well in mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. Yep. And like we did a lot of things together and I had a lot of things in common, like K-pop mm-hmm. and like um, drama classes. Yeah, we, like, we paved the way for K-pop in the high school. Yeah. But exactly. me and Jen used to watch um, K-music, like Music Bank and... Um, yeah. Like, and I think it was, like, was it when MSN was, Yeah, like, MSN was still a thing yeah. back then. So we would go on at the same time and then, like, stream mm-hmm. at the same time yep. as well and then also be replying on <laughs> yes. MSN, like, oh, wow. my God, look who's next and, and then, stuff. Do you remember when the um, 2 p.m. drama unfolded? Yeah. We were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were really into it. Like, none of my other friends were really into it. It was just mm-hmm. you, like, yeah. that I knew of. Funny looking back because I'm is. not really into K-pop anymore, but I mm-hmm. used to be such a fan and, like, I had posters. I, like, supported everything, like, bought all their CDs and stuff. Yeah, she was yeah. a massive keeper. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. take us way back because you're from a little place, same place as Phil, um, in Keysborough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what were you like as a kind of like child or? Well, um, when I was a child, I actually 
didn't live in Keysborough. I, I was in like Mitcham, Ringwood area. So um, I actually, it was really weird because so in primary school, I went to pretty much an all white school and I was the only Asian like in Ooh, my class. I didn't know that. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that because I think they just think I'm, I've always been from like Southeast, like Keysborough area. But yeah, so um, growing up, I was really quiet as well as a I child. See. and. Yep. Like being the only Asian, obviously you feel like you don't fit in as well. So it was, yeah, different. So what was it like going to um, our school, Kimura? Because that's oh, an all Asian school. Yeah. So it was so funny because like when, so I started high school, I mean, like, so I moved to Keysborough when I started high school um, and I was really nervous because I didn't want to go to like, um, the school there because it was like all Asians mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I've never been around so many Asians. <laughs> Wait, did you go to a private school when you were in primary? Um, no, it wasn't a private school, but it was just like that area was just, there weren't a lot of Asians in that yeah. area. So when you went to Kimura, because Kimura is like a really ghetto place. Like, <laughs> so she must have been like Jamei from like, um, so I like, oh, yeah. school. People <laughs> always say stuff like, there's stabbings at your school. Yes, oh there is. But what was funny was when I first moved to um, Kimura, which was, um, the high school, apparently I had a really strong Aussie accent. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but yeah, people would, would notice like my accent was really strong and maybe, I don't know, different areas, different kind of accents. I have no idea, but I think it's okay now. <laughs> so in high school, Jen was like the pretty girl. Oh, Everyone, what? all the guys just have a crush on her. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, my God. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> and she used to hang with... um. Our friend Vanessa and Han, who are also very pretty. So they're like, <laughs> were you guys in like the popular <coughs> Asian girl group? They were. They were like the ABGs before the You're ABGs. You're just hyping really. it, Phil. <laughs> yeah. You're hyping this up no, too much. <laughs> and where, did, where did you fit in? I was just that guy who hung out with three pretty girls. And people were like, why is this guy hanging with three pretty girls? <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were the token gay black. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jen, so, so you said that you went to a white school and then you yeah. went to an Asian school. Yeah. But you're also Cambodian, but you grew up here. Yeah. So which culture do you identify most? Do you think you're the self as like a white Asian or? Um, <laughs> no, I think um, like, I, I mean, like my parents you know, they're from Cambodia and stuff. So I was still quite um, influenced by like their culture and stuff at home. But then like in high school and stuff, you know, everyone's kind of all pretty much Australian, I guess. Like, you know, everyone speaks English and I didn't really speak um, Khmer, which is the language, um, back at home. Like I always spoke English because my parents Mm, spoke English um, with me as well. No, you're right. I feel like I haven't really embraced my Asian-ness until Mm. like the last few years yeah 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 I think maybe I don't know if it's like as we get older we start to like appreciate where our parents are from and like we want to know more about our culture as well because I don't think I really bothered or cared that much back then like you know when you're young and you're just like you're just doing your thing doing high school or whatever you don't Mm. really think about it do you have a something that you're really proud of like for being a Cambodian because I know for myself I remember because I'm Chinese Cambodian Mm -hmm. right so when I was growing up I really kind of push my Cambodian side away because I've always been kind of like ashamed of it because people mm. always used to make jokes about Cambodian people. So when people used to ask me when I was younger <laughs> if I was Chinese or Cambodian, I'd just say Chinese. Really? Oh. Yeah, but the last wow. kind of couple of years, I've been really proud of like having that Cambodian culture behind me. Was yeah. it the same for you? Have you always been really proud of your Cambodian side or have you been just like... Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't been, like, embarrassed or proud. I'm kind of, like, neutral with it. But I think, I guess, more now, like, I do embrace it a lot more. And especially because I just recently went to Cambodia two months ago. Yeah, I've been a few times, but I felt like this time it was a bit different. Like, I really kind of took everything in and really appreciated everything. Um, When was the last time you went back before this trip? um, Oh, my God. I think I was in high school. So I was, like you know, complaining like, oh my God, it's hot. Like I want to go home. Like I don't want to do this. I just want to be surrounded by air con. Like I didn't really understand too much about like, you know, how different it is in like a third world country. Yeah. And like, I love Cambodian food as well. Mm. Like it is a bit weird though. Like it's not something that like, like everyone likes, I feel like you kind of have to, you know, grow your taste buds and then you'll kind of like, because mm. it's very strong and very different, mm. I find. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's similar to Thai and Viet food. Yeah. Of, that's so. how I describe it as well. Yeah. yeah. So talk us through, because I'm excited to know how you guys worked on Hello K-pop together. Oh. So how did that all start <laughs> back in your, like, was it like during your lunch? Like, yeah, well, Jen, you, well, do you want to explain? <laughs> yeah, you explain because okay. you started it and I was like. Okay, I'll give, of, you a, I'll, I'll give you a brief history, but yeah. I want you to tell a story because this is <laughs> okay. your interview. But basically, in your, I think I started in year 10 or year 11, I started a K-pop blog. So yep. then it kind of, I hate the word viral, but it kind of went viral. We were getting mm-hmm. like millions of views of like That's each month. crazy. And yeah. we used to get invited to um, interview Korean celebrities when they get invited, like come down to Australia. But back then, I was kind of like a chubby kid, so I was really <laughs> conscious you know, to do these interviews. So I would get my friends to do it. I got our friends Sarah what? to I do it. I never knew you felt yeah, that way. Yeah, I always did. Really? So, yeah, so whenever we get an interview, I'll just like push it to someone else. And so Jen Aww. was, Jen, I pushed a few to Jen and <laughs> a few to Sarah because they were both really confident. Um, some interviews we did together. We did Jay Park together yeah. and Wong Fu we did together yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and was it David Choi? Oh, yeah, David Choi yeah, as well. Yeah, we did yeah, David yeah, Choi we as well. Yeah. So there was, yeah, quite a few really... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you have so, so much opportunity, I didn't realise. Yeah. I know, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, like it was so long ago, but it's just like really amazing, like what we achieved, like then when we were still, was, were we in high school I think still? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're 11, 12. The things we did on the side, like it was fun. So, what happened yeah. like during 11, year 11, year 12, did you guys kind of keep doing that or just kind of slowly die down? Or We did that all throughout year 12. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think because I think that was when it was like really popular for K-pop, mm-hmm. and they were all coming down to Australia as well. Like finally, they were having concerts in Australia, so it was like the perfect timing as well. Did you remember being nervous at all doing interviews? Oh my god, <laughs> yes! I think because you're you're both... a big two PM fan. So when you met Jay Park, were you nervous at all? Yeah, that was really scary, and it was like one on one, and like I remember it was like. I don't know if it was at like his hotel room or something. Yeah, or... it was at his apartment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like we we're all there and stuff. Um, but like you know, it was just me and him talking. And I, I think I did maybe one or two other interviews before him, so it was mm-hmm. still very new. Yep. So I didn't really know how to like play off what he was saying and stuff. I was just literally reading the question oh, yeah, the one after another. <laughs> so, but it was such a cool experience. So like, I'm glad I did that. But... Yeah. So that interview, Tom, it has like. 400,000 views yeah. now. Wow. And in the interview, um, it's hard to describe, but Jay Park was, his either was really tired or just really shy. Yeah. And then yeah. if you read the comments, he wasn't making eye contact with Jen yeah. at all. <laughs> so the comments, if you read the comments, people were writing, oh my God, Jay Park can't 
make eye contact with um with the interviewer because she's so pretty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I want to look that up. Yeah. I want to have no. a look at that. <laughs> it's funny because I like cringe really bad looking back at my old videos. Like I can't do it. I'm like I'm just like, oh my god, nah, I can't. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a, um, a little insider tip. But one of the interviews we did together was with Wang Fu. Yeah. There were a few comments on there um, pointing out something on my neck. What? <laughs> what happened? So it? during the interview, the night before, um, I was seeing this guy and then I had a hickey from him. Oh, And really? I was trying to cover no, it up. No, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. So I thought I did a good, really good job of concealing it. But oh apparently not. God. So people were pointing it out. Oh, I, I don't know. No. I think the comments are still there. I'm oh, my God. I'm going to go back and search these comments. Bring it back up. But yeah, that, that was a great time for us. Um, wow. So we talk me through because... What you're doing now is completely different from what you guys used to do. Yes. But did that kind of lead into what you do? So, well, well she's, she did drama school. Oh. Yeah. So I think, I yeah. So I was doing acting and drama and stuff during the time we were doing those interviews. So I yep. think that's why it worked out perfectly that I got to, the chance to do those interviews. Um, but did you, yeah. Did you use it in your um, portfolio as well? Um, I can't remember. I think it. I don't think I did because acting's more kind of like, yeah, yeah, not like interviews and yep. stuff. Yeah. What kind of jobs have you gotten? Because I know that you were in the Coles Down oh Down ad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Down Down Prices like are Down. Yeah, Down Down Prices are Down. She was in the ads. It was a national ad as well. Was it with Casey Donovan? Um, no, 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 it wasn't, no, it wasn't. That. Oh, my God, <laughs> Phil, you're literally, like, embarrassing <laughs> yeah, me so not. bad. Like, it's funny because, like, and no one really knows like my past, and he's literally <laughs> bringing up everything yes. up. No, we did we did VCE drama together as well. Yeah, <laughs> because you did drama. What kind of like things did you actually have to do? Because oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. um, so after high school, I took a gap year, and I was like, okay, I really want to do acting. I really want to take this seriously. I don't want to go to uni yet. I just want to see where acting takes me. Yep. So I signed up for like an acting school. It was at um, it was part of um. Melbourne Uni, but right. they did like short courses yeah. and they did an acting yeah. course. So I was like, okay, I'll do that for a year and see how I go. Because at the end of the year, I wanted to also audition for um, a, a university that did drama, like that was yeah. a bachelor. So I was like, this would be good because they do it at Melbourne Uni, the actual bachelor. So I'll, I'll go do the short course there as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's how it really began. And then I also had an agency um, and that really helped me get those auditions and roles. Yeah. You, were you targeting like the Australian market or were you trying to kind of take it elsewhere like Hollywood? Or? Um, well, the cool thing was with, with my agent, they actually gave me like different audition roles. And one of them was for like a movie in America, wow, which is really wow. cool. But obviously I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, so like there were all different options. It just depended if like you suited the look and you had the experience and they would give you that role to audition for. Do you find it was hard being an Asian person in the acting industry? Yeah. I think one of the reasons why I also wanted to act was because I didn't see a lot of people that looked like me. I didn't mm. see a lot of Asians on TV and especially like in Australia as well. I think it's probably a lot better now, but like back then you would you wouldn't It was really hard back yeah, then. Yeah, it was really hard and I was like, you know, I wanna do it and see what happens. So, um, yeah, that's how. Did it... you feel like the roles were a lot like typecast back then? Like, yeah. Like just Asian girl mm-hmm. Im- from an immig- immigrant family. Yeah. Like, and sometimes they weren't even like, like 
roles for Asians. You would just get a role and just hopefully they will like you. Was it hard to accept the fact that, okay, acting maybe is not my thing because yep. you were f- like fully into it. Everyone knew that you were mm-hmm. doing it. Was it f- hard to accept saying, hey, I'm actually don't think I can do this anymore? Yeah, I don't think I like ever really told anyone like, okay, like this is not what I'm doing anymore. I'm moving on. It kind of just slowly transitioned that way. Like I never put it out that I was yeah. like done with acting. Um yeah, I think I just wanted to try other things yeah. and I, like life just got busy and it just wasn't this, like I didn't feel the same love that Passion, I did. Like, yeah. yeah. So so you didn't feel internally that I failed or anything? You're just like, okay, I, this is just not my thing anymore. Mm, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think maybe it was a phase. Like I don't want to say that I gave up because like I did put everything into it, but like I think I just wasn't for me anymore. Like mm. I wanted to just try something different. You're yeah. pretty far. Like you got on TV, you're doing Coles <laughs> ads, you, uh, you're doing you know, national TV brand deals. But, I mean, like, it was only one or two. It wasn't anything, like, big. And it was probably... That's, that's huge. <laughs> it was probably, like, two seconds on TV, like... They're still famous. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's funny. When I did, like, um, the Coles ads that Coles um, ad, people would like message me and be like, hey, was that you on TV? <laughs> like the, the girl pointing the down, down sign. <laughs> like it was pretty funny, but yeah. So then you took, um, so from um, acting, yeah. um, you did graphic designing. Yeah. And then you also started doing makeup on the side. Yeah. So how did you get into that? Um, so I've always been like someone who's creative. So I've always loved like art and stuff. That's why you can see, like, I've always done something along those lines. Um, basically like, so after high school, I started experimenting with makeup as well. Cause back then, like in high school, I didn't really wear makeup. And then I think that was when YouTube like makeup gurus were becoming really popular right. as well. Yeah. So I was watching all these tutorials and following what they were doing and then just like buying makeup and testing it on myself and also on my friends and family. Um, so you kind of yeah. just only experimented with makeup the last few years, right? Because in yeah. high school, I actually don't remember you wearing much makeup. No, oh. it's funny because like I look back at like formal photos and like the because all my friends went to like the MAC counters to get their makeup yep. done. Mm-hmm. I literally wore concealer and maybe like a lipstick, but they had like full glam, full <laughs> foundation lashes. And just looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had the skills I have now oh and did it back then because <laughs> I would have looked so much yeah. better. And you know what? You just remind me. Back yeah. then, it was year 10 or year 11, we had a formal and yeah. back then, Fight Eastman was so big. Really? I Oh my God, my formal outfit had... Sunnies, yes. <laughs> sunnies, and then my hair was like spiked up. Was yeah. it when your hair was like orange or no? Before that, that before yeah. That, yeah, but I was yeah, like channeling fighties movement. Oh my god, <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. it's unfair because there's so much like YouTube's blown up so big. Like even twelve mm-hmm. year olds are looking like they're glammed oh up. Oh my god, yeah. That reminds me. That reminds me. Like so, when I um, do makeup for like girls who need to go to their formals, they look amazing mm. and they're wearing the most like expensive, prettiest gowns. And then I look back at the the dress I wore and I got it from this place called Springvale. <laughs> um, so it's like this Asian area where you can get like yep. cheap dresses. Don't know how I ended up there, but mm-hmm. I got a dress from there. Springvale is like Chinatown for people who don't yeah. know. It. <laughs> it's like where all the Asians live yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was where my dress was from. Yeah. <laughs> did you end up finishing your graphics design degree? Yeah, so I did end up graduating and I got like a bachelor, I think it was called Bachelor of Communication Design. Mm. So yeah, I did that. And I think that was more for my parents, just like get that degree. Yes, and then yeah. like, they're like, okay, done. Mm. Good. <laughs> what does doing makeup mean to you? Is it a way for you to like express yourself or is it more of like a confidence thing? Um, I think 
Well, for me, like as growing up, I don't think I had something that I was really good at. Like I never was like, oh, I'm like so good at sport or I'm so mm-hmm. good at like English or like there was nothing that I found that I was good at. But as soon as I'm doing something creative or doing something like that involves art, I knew that like that was for me. Like that was something I could mm. truly say that I don't want to sound like up myself or anything, but like I felt like it was like my talent. Yeah. And like I really enjoyed that and I wanted to share that as well. So then you got, and then you're doing makeup and then you're starting getting traction on um, in Instagram as well. Yeah. And I know you did a video where you're using um, Rihanna's, um, was it Fenty? Yeah, yeah. Fenty yeah. Beauty. And then she reshared, or oh, her makeup brand, she yeah. reshared it. And then do you remember that day when you saw it, it being reshared? I think like I woke up that morning, checked my phone and like I saw um, on my um, notifications like that it got reposted mm-hmm. on their um, Insta page and this was when they were first kind of starting wow. so it was still kind of booming and hyping and I looked at it I'm like oh my god like this is like my first repost what the heck mm. like this is like Fenty Beauty this is Rihanna's brand Wait, like, what, what beauty did you make? So um, I bought some of her products for like, it was like concealer and a contouring and blush um, stick and I literally just did a tutorial on it just like for fun and I posted it Posted it on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it just went crazy. It's crazy because I checked it the other day. Was it like half a million or a million views or something like that? I think it went up to a million. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was on something. Facebook as well, not just Instagram. Yeah. Wow. yeah, and this was like it was two years ago, so that was when I, Instagram was still kind it's of like as well. yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. Fenty's becoming so big, it's like a massive brand. Even yeah. they're having like runways. I think. Because there's a lot more diversity in Fenty, I realise. Yes. Mm. And I think that's why it's everything's just blowing up with Fenty. Yeah. I think one of the um, reasons why it blew up was because they did, I think it was 40 shades of um, foundations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of foundation companies only do like maybe, I don't know, 10, 20 or not even. So they really targeted all different skin tones. And I think that's why mm. everyone really liked Fenty. We have more of Jennifer in coming up on the show. But first, here's a word from today's sponsor. So Jen, you're now like one of like like Melbourne's top makeup guru now. Like <laughs> legit. I'm not kidding. So has has that video helped in at all? Like accelerate that? Yeah, I feel like ever since that video, it boosted me so much. I think before that video, I was on, I think it was around 4,000 followers. Mm. And then... After they posted that video, I think maybe two days or three days later, I ended up with 10,000 followers. Wow. And like, I, yeah, like I never knew I would even reach 10,000, like Mm. within like three days, you Mm -hmm. know, or even within like a year or two. Like, I never thought it would be that quick. And uh, yeah, I was just so shocked. And did you? Do you get did you get like more bookings after because you travel around doing makeup and yeah, stuff now? Yeah, um, that definitely boosted me and like um, had me up there. I guess I would. Yeah, so definitely got me bookings for sure. Do you travel internationally too to do makeup? <laughs> no, I wish, but I've had inquiries, but I'm always like either booked out or I can't make it. Mm. Like I had. Um, one in Bali, which would have been oh, awesome. God. And then another one in New Zealand. Was that for like weddings? or Yeah, like, no. so for weddings. So like that's definitely a goal. I really want to travel somewhere for work but one you know, day. She, she, Jen always travels. Why, oh, you why don't you just <laughs> yeah. like, start taking bookings when you travel? I know, I should. Yeah. I Pay for like, your whole trip. True. Yeah. That's a good idea. I actually had a patient 
back when I was doing my dental days, I had yeah. a patient. She was doing makeup for Miss Universe, but in Bali. Oh wow! So every time, because I had to work around her schedule. She's yeah. like, "Oh, sorry, I can't do this day. I can't get my braces done." Oh, can I just do? I'm going to Bali. I'm doing Miss Australia. Oh, that's oh crazy! So I didn't realize the makeup industry was that big as well. And then you look into YouTube, like all those. Do you follow like the dramas on YouTube? Time the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do only for entertainment and just to watch. But I'm not like for or against anyone. Like I try not to like mm-hmm. pick sides. I'm just like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this. But which which makeup gurus do you follow on YouTube? Um, Jesse Perkins, Tati. Who asked Jeffree Star? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like the like OGs. They've mm-hmm. been around for yeah. so long. On the topic of makeup gurus, yeah. why do you think like gay makeup gurus are like having a moment right now? Because you've got so many like yeah. top gay, like J- James Charles, mm. Jeffree Stars, and well, I, don't, yeah. I don't really um, know. This, this heaps of there's other heaps. Yeah. yeah. Manny or something. Oh, yeah, Manny. Yeah. yeah. I feel like makeup is, it's so. It's a way to express yourself. It doesn't matter, like, who you are or Mm. whatever. And I think um, right now, like, it's totally normal. It's totally accepted. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many, like, you know, um, gay makeup gurus. And I watch them too. And I think they're amazing. They're so talented. Mm. But it also could be their personality. Because Jeffree Star's Mm -hmm. personality is, you know, big and, like, you know. yeah. I was just going to say, maybe it's because – and this is me maybe answering my own question. (laughs) I was thinking maybe because – because gay people in gay culture, people in the gay in gay the gay culture are very like, I guess like not flamboyant, but like mm-hmm. very Extra. experimental. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like girls are wanting to try something different these days. Yeah. And I guess like yeah, I don't know. Maybe is that the case? I, I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> Would you say like because you're dominating the makeup industry now? Would you like your dream one day to kind of have your own makeup line? Or where where do you think you're, you're going to take take you kind of in a couple of years time? Yeah, like I was actually thinking about that the other other day. Like, what do I? Where do I want to take my mm-hmm. makeup career? Because right now, you know, I am more of a freelance makeup artist. But I think in in the future, I definitely want to take it somewhere else. I'm not sure where because I haven't figured that out. Because I'm enjoying what I'm doing now, and like. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, even a makeup brand would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't even know where to begin. But you could do it because you, you have your own YouTube channel too. Oh. And you have like 10,000 people follow you. Wow, now. that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so like that's not like off the limits. Mm. You yeah. could so do it. Yeah, and I feel like just even today's age, like so many people are starting their own businesses as well. Like it's so normal and it's so accepted. And it's it's amazing. Like people are just going for it. Mm. Yeah. So now that you're like freelancing, what kind of – opportunities do you get because you get to work in your own time mm-hmm. has that opened up any other avenues for your life like you get to I guess like pick up more hobbies or anything mm, like I've always wanted to kind of like try hair like because oh. you like makeup and hair goes well together yeah. but like not yet I'm still kind of I feel like I need to really be into it like I, I can't just be like okay I want to try hair because I want to try hair mm-hmm. like I really have to think about it and see like whether it's for me like whether I'll be passionate about it and like where it will take me um, but yeah I think hair would be cool to but you're do. so busy because I, I remember yeah. this is like last year I don't know if it's like you're probably still busy now yeah I remember yeah. checking your your profile page you're like booked to like four or five months in advance yeah wow. it's crazy <laughs> you'd be surprised a lot of um brides actually book like a makeup artist like one or two years That's in advance. True. I can say that too because yeah. I because I work in with donuts and cakes, yep, right? Yep. I have brides booking one year in advance for yeah. cakes and stuff. I'm like, girl, like I'm not even sure if we're gonna be around. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> like I usually limit it to about a year to a year and a half, just so then I can kind of organize the rest <laughs> of my <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm like, I don't want to say like, okay, let's book you in for like 2023. <laughs> and then like, I, like when it's, you know, that year I can't do it or something. Like I don't want to guarantee something I can't do. So I, I slowly open up my books as I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has there been like, cause obviously the makeup's great, but has there been kind of horror stories like with clients by any chance? Oh, I, th- I was like, please don't ask this question. <laughs> this is a safe zone. I'll tell you um, my, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. <laughs> I don't have like horror stories, but I have done people which don't pay attention. They'll just be on their phone or like doing other things. And I'm like, if you want like a really nice winged eyeliner, you can't be like <laughs> talking on the phone or like texting because it's not going to be a nice sharp line. Oh it's God. going to be wonky. <laughs> um, but then I like sometimes I'm too scared to be like, can you please put your phone? Like I'm trying to focus mm-hmm. here. Like I don't want to be rude as well. Um, or else there's like just fussy clients, but that's normal though. Yes, like yep. because, you know, like in the end, I want to make them happy. I want to make sure that they're happy with my work and what I do and they're comfortable in like the look that I do as well mm-hmm. so I don't really think that's a horror story or like I don't take it like yeah in a mm. critical way I can't believe I haven't asked you this but like yeah. what kind of other brands have you worked with because I know you worked with L'Oreal yeah what other brands have you worked with um I think L'Oreal was probably the biggest one so far and that was just recent that was like a few months yeah. ago as wow. well you were on their YouTube channel yeah yeah and the good thing about that because they actually paid me for that as well because some jobs they'll reach out to you and they don't want to pay you. They just will be like, hey, we'll give you free products. Let's do this video and we'll give you free products. But like, you know. You need to eat. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Tell them you're you're freelancing right now. Yeah. And it's a lot of effort to record and, you know, it's out of your time as well when you could possibly be doing a, a booking or for someone you know mm-hmm. for a client or something so I think L'Oreal was yeah oh that's nice is it hard to like if you work with a brand mm-hmm. and you use a product but how do you be honest with your feed like your review yeah is there a line that you draw mm. or would you only work with brands that you you only like yeah I think mm. like I would kind of do my research beforehand as well maybe like look at other people's review and if their reviews are good I'll be like okay I'll take on this job because I think it will be all right mm-hmm. but like I'm still honest as well like yep. if something's not good like I'm not going to be like go buy it guys mm. like it's the best you know like I want to be honest and like yeah who's like the most high profile person that you've kind of done makeup for um what uh, you've, done, you've done a few. There's um, a few models that you've done. Yeah, like, I've done my first proper gig with like a celebrity. <laughs> well, I, I'm, ca- I'm calling her a celebrity. <laughs> um, was um, Ariane Celeste. She's like a UFC model. Yeah, I think I remember you heard doing yeah. that. She sounds familiar. Yeah, she's like this really um, popular. She's like one of the main like UFC models. Mm. And like. Before then, I didn't even know what UFC was. I was like, what is UFC? Fight club. (laughs) Exactly. But she was like, probably like, yeah, I would call her a celebrity. What's the main difference between doing her makeup and a bride's makeup? Um, Do you find that she's more demanding? Like she has a look that she goes for? 
she was really lovely, so it was okay. Like, she just showed me the look and I just did it. And mm-hmm. she was really, like, I was like, oh, my God, I hope she likes it. Like, I'm scared and stuff. And, like, she looked at it and she was really happy. Oh, and, good. like, yeah. Did she pay you for that? No, that wasn't a paid job. <laughs> oh, that was No, but it was fine, though, because, like, that, that was when I was, like, starting out. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, I get to do makeup for, like, a celebrity, you know. And it would be nice to post it as well so I could use her for, like, my advertisements mm. and stuff. Did she post you? Yeah, she did. And she tagged me as well. So that was nice as well. Yeah. How, if for people who want to become, let's say, makeup beauty gurus, Mm -hmm. where do you kind of usually start? Um, I think it's good to go and learn it at like a school, even if it's like a night school or something. It doesn't have to be like a full-time thing. I think that's the best way to learn. Um, especially when you're starting out and they'll be able to give you tips on like how to start a business, mm-hmm. what products you should buy. Yeah, I think what that's about, the best What way. about on the reverse? Because now yeah. a lot of guys are getting to makeup as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of girls who are turning 18 or whatever that want to start wearing makeup. Yeah. Where's the best place to start with makeup? Like what would you start with? Um... Oh, like, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> a, a red lippy, some concealer. Yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, you know, like, because a lot of guys in Asian stuff, they do yeah. use makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who use makeup as well. Yeah. I'm like, if I want to wear makeup, where would I start? Because I find it so intimidating to walk into Mecca and stuff and ask for makeup advice. Um, I would go to like, your local drugstore like Priceline mm-hmm. or like Kmart and stuff and they have like a section where and like no one's really there to help you so you can like do yeah, your own thing yeah. and just have a look through and just see what you like mm-hmm. but I always would begin with something natural mm-hmm. and then if you want more like colour or whatever then slowly kind of add that to your kit and yeah. is YouTube like a good place to start to learn how to do things yeah it can, it's funny it can be a good and bad thing because sometimes like on YouTube they follow trends and it's not something that's always timeless as mm-hmm. well. Like for for example, like contouring and highlighting, that's been like very like popular it's a popular trend even though it's been around for a very long time. But some people abuse it to the point where it just it's not doing what it's meant the purpose <laughs> like yeah. the purpose yeah, what it's meant for. Um, and then they maybe like just go, they do too much. They use too much when it's just meant to enhance. And mm. yes, yeah. Mm. I do see a lot of people that when they do highlight, they look like a bit like a disco ball. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause yeah, you'll watch videos and it, it honestly makes me cringe. Like when they just like literally like go crazy, a whole heap of highlighter on. M- and I'm maybe, like, maybe they're just aiming for the drag queen walk. Yeah, <laughs> cause like I would, never do that in real life because you would look so shiny and mm-hmm. by the end of the day you'd be really greasy like <laughs> <laughs> so Jen before we wrap up we do have yeah. some questions to ask you yeah. so the first question we have is what do you have to do every day regardless of how busy you are oh it's work related <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing you know fun but I would say like emails like always check my emails because if I don't then if just say if I don't do it for two days, then I have to like, it It, it just builds up, up. Mm. and I'm just like, oh my God. And then I dread doing it even more because there's so many. Do you have to get your inbox to zero every day? Yeah, it feels good when it's on mm-hmm. zero, but then like maybe like a few hours later, it would go back up because like, you know, when you reply back and forth, yeah. it's just like, like ongoing, it is, but yeah. it, it is a nice feeling. Yeah. I'll probably give you, I have like 5,000 yeah, unopened what? inbox. Yeah. Oh, his, nah. his desktop is worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Everything is just full on my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that would give me so much anxiety. <laughs> nah, I can't. So Jen, if you, when you have children or if you had children, yeah. 
um, what age would you let them start wearing makeup? And how much would you let them wear makeup? Um, well, I do makeup for flower girls. So, but only a little bit. I'll just put maybe like blush and a bit of gloss. Mm-hmm. Like, and that flower girls are usually, I would say like they're about five or six. I think that's okay. But in terms of like a lot of makeup, I would say like maybe near the end of high school, like year 11, mm-hmm. year 12. Like on a daily basis. Oh, uh, not, I wouldn't <laughs> say daily. Like they can play with it, but yeah. I wouldn't want them wearing it to school because some schools don't even allow you yep. to wear makeup yep. mm. as well. Like I don't mind if they like playing with it because I think it's like a fun outlet mm. as well. Mm. And I have cousins that are like in high school around that age and they love playing with it, but mm. they only put a little bit, like not a lot. Yep. Yeah. For the next question, which yeah. person, dead or alive, who doesn't have social media, you wish you could follow? This was a hard one thinking about <laughs> it. But I would say Aaliyah. Do you guys remember oh, yes. Aaliyah? Yes. Yeah, the singer. Yes. Um, I have a whole conspiracy theory on Aaliyah as oh, well. Oh, really? I think everyone does. <laughs> with everything. Like, she's had, like, a lot of controversy, like, after she's left as yes. well. Like, with, like, R. Kelly and stuff. Yes. But I think Aaliyah would be in a, like... So awesome on social media. What do you think? What kind of person would you think she would be like on social media? What kind of things would she be posting? Well, like her fashion would be on point. Mm, Like she had like the 90s fashion. Like, can you imagine like what she would be wearing now? And like, I was thinking like she could probably even have like a makeup brand or something. Like that would be awesome. She could be like Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She was like, she's everything that Beyonce wished she could be. I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) 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 But Jen, the last question we have for you is... If you could do a make a, a makeup for a YouTube guru, who would you want to do makeup for? Like oh my paint God. their face. This is so hard. And also, who would you want to collab with as well? Yeah, true. Who would you want to collab like with? Like a brand? A brand, brand or person. YouTuber. Well, I've always liked Desi Perkins. Mm-hmm. Like, because I've always followed her because she had a similar skin tone to me. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to buy the same foundation shade as her because I know it will work for me. Is she Asian? Um, I think she's Mexican or something. Yeah, 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 I'm not sure. But I would love to do her makeup, even though she's already so amazing at her own makeup, but she would be, like, incredible. Yeah. Do you think, like, when these beauty gurus, they go to events, do they get people to do their makeup or do they they do their own? Um, I've noticed that they actually get someone else to do their makeup. Interesting. Surprisingly, which I find... to do makeup, that's why. Yeah. Like, I found it odd at first, like, oh, they're a makeup person. Why are they getting someone else Mm. to do it? But I guess because they're so busy, they want someone else to do it. And Mm. it's just quicker as well. Okay, Jen, uh, hey, this wasn't on the question sheet, but just one last question, I promise. (laughs) What's in your makeup bag now? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, my God. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, what what, what do you normally carry around? What's normally with you? Um, I always have lip balm, like mm-hmm. Lano lips. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, they're the best lip balm I've ever tried. Um, what else do I have? I would say a blush. Mm-hmm. I love blush. I think it just is so youthful and like it looks very fresh as well. Um, oh my God, what else? Like lip liner as well. If I don't have lipstick, mm-hmm. lip liner is good because like it still has a color. Yeah. Yeah. I think those three and maybe some powder if you get oily as well. Right, that's not a lot. I thought you would be carrying like a whole bag. <laughs> no, like yeah, these, no, that's stuff like that I would carry like with to touch day, up yeah, on with yeah. or like if, yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're talking about like an actual like makeup bag, I, I usually just go through my makeup kit and like use mm-hmm. that if I, I want to do like a full look. Yeah. Okay, one final question. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> one final question. It's getting really hot. <laughs> yeah, it is getting really hot. Oh my God. But one final question. How long do you normally spend your makeup? Like, 
Well, it depends where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So on an everyday basis, I've become very quick now. I'm only about 10 minutes. Oh, that's quick. Yeah, but I, I do a very natural look and no lashes. It's just like everything's yep. all just myself. Um, but then if I'm going out, I like to spend about an hour to an hour and a half mm. and really kind of get into it. Ooh. Yeah. Do you ever get to a point where like you just can't stop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen some points where people just want to do like, they yeah, want to go yeah. classic, just keep it neutral, yeah. natural. And then suddenly they just keep packing on. Yeah. Like sometimes like if I'm going out, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go for that really nice natural look. Yeah. And then by the like end of it, I'm like a smoky eye, <laughs> like overlined lips, like everything. <laughs> I think also depends on the person who's picking you up too. Yeah, exactly. If they're late, it's like you just keep going. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Jen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And if people want to book you, yeah. how much time would you recommend like um, for? So if it's your <laughs> wedding, so if it's your wedding, like I would say a year if you know like no wow. like I'm just saying like if you yeah. really want a certain artist you've just got to book like early because you might lose your chance mm-hmm. um, I would say okay a year to nine months would be reasonable yeah yeah wow and how do we find you on socials um, so on my Instagram at Jennifer in with one N <laughs> one and N, also yeah. an underscore at the end as well <laughs> and your YouTube channel don't forget to yes. plug that yes my YouTube channel which is just my name yeah well. Jennifer yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to touch base with you, like, yeah, when you get even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. Bye. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe or follow us on Acast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also see what we're up to on Instagram at Lemon Podcast or join our Facebook group at the Lemon Community. This episode was produced by Philip Cooch and sound engineering by me, Thomas Tang. We'll see you back on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Bye-bye.